Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This, this is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. There's a new kid in town, although he's not really a kid anymore. We're talking about Scotty Upshaw. The Oilers signing Upshaw to a PTO over the weekend, and he will compete for a spot with the Oilers in training camp. My best uh, guess would be that he cracks the roster. Uh, He has been on two PTOs in the last three seasons, and he's cracked the roster on each occasion. So I think uh, it's a strong bet. 1208 in Edmonton, Brendan Ulrich in for Bob Stoffer again this week on Oilers Now. I've been in sales for one week and uh, I needed to take another break, so here I am hosting for Bob this week. But Bob will join us on the show at about 1215 to talk about the uh, Upshaw signing. 
Oilers Now, as always, is brought to you by Digitex, trusted by 630Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more. Digitex.ca Received a text from Hugh Porter on Sunday. Of course, Hugh Porter from Digitex saying, Go Cowboys! And I was surprised by that because my Bengals beat the Cowboys on Friday. Yet, there is Hugh still saying, go Cowboys. So, he's a true fan. Win or lose. Also on the show today, Scotty Upshaw will join us to talk about uh, coming to training camp on a PTO. That interview scheduled for 1.15. Bob at 12.15 will take... uh, some reaction to the signing at 12.35. We also have NHL today in that slot, so Brad Whisker will slide into studio at that time. At 1.35, Luke Korak from NHL.com. He covers the Blues for NHL.com. He'll talk about uh, Upshaw. Of course, the Oilers also signed Brodziak this offseason, so he'll... Uh, you know, have something to say about that, of course, as well. And the Blues, man, they've been busy this offseason. We'll try to, uh, you know, talk to Lou about who might actually play with uh, Tarasenko. Of course, O'Reilly was traded to uh, St. Louis this season, or this offseason. They also signed Perron. Uh, Maroon is there as well. And Tyler Bozak. So they've been busy. And to me, the Blues are a slam dunk playoff team this season. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. We all thought uh, Dallas, after all the changes they made uh, a year ago, would be back in the playoffs with Bishop coming in and uh, a few other moves as well. But uh, they never made the playoffs. So, But I would bet on St. Louis being in. That division, though, is deadly. So we'll talk to Alou about all of that at 135. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline at 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. They have April Wine on September 2nd. They also have Steve Earle and the Dukes, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road on September 23rd. You can text us at 630-630, brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford, or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com, worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now, at Bob underscore Stoffer, at Brendan Ulrich, Brad Whisker producing the show this week as well, at producer Brad W, Angie behind the glass helping out angie do you have a twitter handle no well if uh, you did i would help you get some followers but uh maybe create one and we'll get you get you started there and get you some followers this week on oilers now she's helping out behind the glass uh, every thursday on oilers now it's stopper and specter brought to you by horse racing alberta oh baby this is coming up this weekend the 89th running of the canadian derby Saturday at North Lions Park. Can't wait for that. Going to be a lot of fun. I'll be attending. I'm sure Bob will be there. I know Speck will be there as well. Always a great event. The 89th running. The biggest day in Western Canadian racing. And we'll talk more about that with uh, Speck on Thursday once he's uh, in studio. So... Bob Stoffer will join us here in a few minutes. I know Bob had hinted at this uh, last week that the Oilers would be interested in signing Upshaw to a PTO when we had him on, and of course, it happened. I told Bob I was going to dig up the clip, but uh, you know what? I didn't have time to uh, dig it up, but 
I can confirm that he said it on the show on Wednesday. We'll see if Brad at some point can get us that clip uh, that we can run. But Bob will join us here shortly. But yes, Bob did hint at that, and he's been hinting at it uh, all offseason. I can vouch for him. I've been behind the glass on the show. So, of course, here he is, signing a PTO over the weekend. And I like it. I know other fans are saying, hey, what about the defense? Let's worry about the defense here. We need to address the sacker injury. But I do think this is still a good signing. Um, he'll compete for a spot on the fourth line. You know, he can also serve as a 13th forward. He's good on the PK, good in the room. He knows some of the guys on the team in Brodziak. Also, Raddy, who is with uh, the Blues organization. So, I think he'll fit right in. Uh, he played a lot on the PK in St. Louis. He'll compete, you know, against Cassian, Kajula, Aberg, Kara for fourth-line duty or duties. Uh, so I, you have Brodziak, of course, replacing Latestu uh, on the fourth line. I would pencil Brodziak into that slot. So he'll be competing against guys like Cassian, Kajula, Aberg, and Kara. So Cassian, you know, had seven goals, 19 points in uh, 74 games last season. Kajula, 13 goals, seven assists in 67 games. Aberg, eight points in 16 games. Kara had 11 goals and 21 points in 69 games. Obshaw had seven goals and 19 points in 63 games. So pretty good production there for a fourth liner. And... I could see him playing 60 games for the Oilers this season in and around that number. And you'd hope he can get 20 points once again and also contribute on the PK. He can still skate. We'll talk to him a little bit about that because, of course, he's getting up there in age. He'll be 35 once the season starts, but he can still skate. So we'll ask him about training to keep up with the speed of the game because it gets faster each season. So looking forward to uh, that conversation as we move forward. So more on uh, Upshaw here in a second. I don't know if Bob's calling in or uh, if you wanted to call him, Angie, but uh, we'll, we'll try to you know get to a break here in a second before we bring Bob in. So just uh, hold on tight. I wanted to address uh, the Eskimos at some point here, but also these uh, comments by Leon Drysettle over the weekend. Drysettle said, I think the Oilers are too good or were too good of a team where we're not at least competing in the playoffs, are not in the race. Drysaddle made these comments during uh, the NHL European Player Media Tour. He said, and even if we are, that's probably not good enough. We want to make the playoffs, and I think we have the team to do it. Now it's up to the players to show it. He says, we as players need to take ownership and be the best team we can. He says, I think last year we weren't the team that we are or that we want to be. Seasons like that happen, but we have to make sure it doesn't happen again. So I like those comments from Dry Settle. I mean, that's what you want from a leader. And Dry Settle needs to be a leader for this team moving forward. So he's taking ownership for a poor season all around by the Oilers last year and saying we need to be a lot better. So. We'll see if uh, the players can follow foot or follow suit and uh, see if the Oilers get back to the playoffs. All right, 12-16 Edmonton. We will take a timeout. When we come back, Bob will join us to talk about Upshaw. We'll see if uh, he has any more information on the Oilers' pursuit of a defenseman with Sekera on the shelf. So we'll get to that when we get back on Oilers now. 
This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Nineteen and Edmonton back here on Oilers now. Zach Cassian bringing us back. Maybe he'll be playing with uh, Scotty Upshaw on a line at times this season, or maybe Upshaw will be pushing Cassian to the press box at times. It'll be interesting to see because uh, you would assume Upshaw, if he's in and he plays on the Oilers roster, he'll likely play on one of the uh, wings or the winger spots. And of course, he shoots left, but he plays right side. Can play both sides, so. Maybe he'll push uh, Cassian or Aberg or Kajula out of the lineup at times. But to talk more about that, we bring aboard Bob Stoffer, who's been uh, on the Upshaw beat all along this offseason. Bob, you've been hinting at this uh, maybe being a possibility. And uh, over the weekend, the Oilers made it official. Yeah, well, I was the only one, uh, Brendan, to, uh, uh, to hit on this possibility. But the fact is, I mean, I think we pretty much discussed, uh, you know, left shot options. Uh, dating all the way back to uh, maybe the conclusion of the first couple days of free agency. So, uh, you know, it's, it's it's interesting as you, uh, you know, every morning uh, I run up to uh, Tim Hortons to get Hudson Timbits when I'm taking time off. And it's funny how many times I bump into a couple guys there. They're, they always want to talk about Oilers, you know, what's going on with the team and what's going to, you know, what's going to transpire here. And, and frankly, this to me was, it was inevitable based upon the fact that they didn't sign a 14 forward, that they were going to bring somebody in on a PTO. And maybe it's going to be more than one player. I don't know. But to me, Upshaw uh, makes a lot of sense. The, the track record, uh, you know, he's gone on two PTOs, as I mentioned in the tweet yesterday. Because a lot of people think, well, if you go in on a PTO, you got a you know small percentage of signing the contract. It, yeah, to me, it kind of depends on the organization. I mean, a couple of years ago, the orders brought uh, Chris... Uh, Chris Versteeg and Eric Griba. Griba played on the team the year before. They brought them both in on PTOs, and they both did get contracts. The problem for the Oilers was Versteeg signed with the Flames, but you know Griba got a, a, a one-year deal and then got a two-year deal uh, out of that. And in Upshaw's case, twenty. You know, I was actually with him at the uh, uh, for every year that Jarfy Whipple did his golf tournament in Edmonton. I emceed that event, and so I was ten years. And and Scotty Upshaw, without any fanfare. Uh, you know, regardless if he was playing in Nashville's organization, uh, the Flyers, uh, he was in Florida for a while. He always was the one guy that uh, Josh could count on to, to you know, to, to represent, to be an Edmonton area guy, a Fort McMurray guy, but a guy that played in St. Albert as well in his developmental levels of hockey and, and support that tournament. I remember being with him in 2015 at, uh, at Blackhawk uh, Golf and Country Club, the Al Prokop's uh, track out there. And, uh, you know, Upshaw and Lupul could really golf, and I'm terrible, as you know. <laughs> we, we, were, we were sitting there, and I'm, I'm literally sitting with him, uh, about to tee off, and he goes, so Hitch is texting me and wants me to go in the St. Louis. I'm like, Scotty, you got to do it, man. I mean, Ken Hitchcock likes veteran players. You're in great shape. Uh, you've been well liked. He brings some energy wherever he goes, Brendan. I think that's part of it. So, you know, I, you know I've been an acquaintance of his for a long time. In my opinion, uh, you know, he's a a mature veteran player. I don't think the Oilers are specifically deep at wing at this time, Brendan. And he's he's earned contracts to the last three seasons going in on a PTO. I mentioned 2015 goes into St. Louis, gets himself a contract on a PTO. They do a similar thing to what the Oilers did with Griba. 
and give him an extension. Greiber got two years. Uh, Upshaw got one from St. Louis. He was a PTO again in 2017 in Vancouver. And uh, and then uh, Robbie Fabry got hurt, and St. Louis immediately reached back to Upshaw's camp and, and signed him right away. And that, to me, is a sign that speaks volumes to the person he is because if he was a bad guy, they wouldn't have brought him back. But they obviously know the player well. So I look at Edmonton, and in my mind, there was only 13 forwards here. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, McDavid, Newton Hopkins, Raddy, uh, Lucic, Dreisaitl, Reader. Uh, for me, Kara with Strom and uh, Poliarvi. And then uh, Kajula with Brodziak and, uh, and Cassian, and that leaves Aberg. So those are the 13 guys that I got on the team, right? I think that Yamamoto starting here in the minors, that leaves the 14th spot open. And oh, by the way, Brennan, we have another part of the equation now because of the injury to Andre Sakura. So there's a player like Upshaw who's earned contracts through the last three years, a player that's in good shape. Uh, a play, yeah, he's in great shape uh, relative to his age. He can skate. He plays with spirit. He has a defined role. He can kill penalties. And he accepts and understands where he's at in this stage of his career. Uh, how does how does bringing a guy in like that and giving him a chance to earn a spot, how does that hurt you in any way, shape, or form? I, do I think he's going to uh, get himself a contract? I, I would say, in my opinion, knowing the player a bit and maybe knowing the scenario, you know, like reading the scenario like everybody else is, Brendan, I think it's probably, you know, to, to start camp, 67, you know, uh, uh, 67% chance that he ends up earning himself a contract, because I think the owners might have to make another move here to address the defense. That might be moving one more forwards in the process. Yeah, I like what you said about him bringing energy, Bob, and I see that as well. And at times last season, the others bottom six didn't have a lot of energy. Are you have players sort of wondering what role they were supposed to play, or as Upshaw, as you said, has a defined role? And uh, the PK situation, maybe that takes McDavid uh, off the PK, and you said you want him on both power play units, so that could free up some minutes there. Uh, I guess the other thing, though, is how does this affect uh, the cap space that the Oilers may have for the defense? Well, I got lost once they apply the LTIR. Yeah. Like, they've got to get to the cap in order to apply the LTIR on Secra. So, they, they, I mean, my guess is if, if Upsell comes in and, and earns himself a contract, we're probably looking at, you know, 750000 know, $850,000 in that range. So that's, it, it, it's not an issue. The issue is going to be, you know, how do the Oilers address the absence of Secra? And does does the potential of Upshaw or perhaps claiming somebody else out there. Uh, but the other thing I'll mention about Upshaw, back to the fine role. Like, the Oilers have got some younger players, and some of those guys, I don't think, uh, there's, a different type, there's a different breed of player today. And so when I talk about energy and spirit, like, Upshaw's not easy to play against. And there's less and less of that than ever before. And that suits sort of a, a uh, an energy role and 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 so he's kind of defined in that so i'm going to be yeah i'm going to be intrigued to see if they end up moving it forward and we talked about a couple of scenarios and one of them obviously is carolina brendan i mean what are they going to do there or do we really believe um that when we roll around to the first pay period in october given that the hurricanes are a self-imposed cap team right that they're going to roll with two terrific right-shot defensemen and Dougie Hamilton and Brett Pesci, uh, those guys, he's off the top of my head. I, I think they're about $10 bucks for the two of them. 
Are they going to have Justin Falk in their third pairing at $4.8 million captain and $6 million real dollars, especially when they just signed, uh, re-signed uh, uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk to a two-year extension at 2.3? And by the way, I will mention that I heard that Carolina was shopping TDR at one time uh, to a central division team. And then that team decided to uh, actually sign a left-shot guy that plays with a bit of bite. But, uh, you know, I think something has to give between Van Riemsdyk and Falk in Carolina. Like, it, especially given the fact that they've got Jacob Flavin on the left side, and then they signed uh, DeHaan from the Islanders, who's a left shot, and they've got both Hayden Fleury and Jake Bean coming. Like, to me, they got to, you know, there, there's a move there for the Hurricanes to make. And, and I'm not saying Edmonton's going to be the team. I think Chicago could get in the mix. I think Toronto could get in the mix at some point. But, uh, uh, you know, there are different ways to go out there and make things happen for your clubs. It's going to be really intrigued to see how it happens. But I think that, you know, Upshaw earning a contract might potentially open up another avenue and window for the Oilers. We're getting up to the news here, Bob. I don't know if you wanted to hang out for a few minutes so we can bring you on for five or minutes or so after the news, if that's okay. Because sure. there sure. were a few other things I wanted to ask you. And... Uh, you know, the Andreas Little made some interesting comments. I also want to ask you about a tweet you put out uh, about Mike Riley and uh, Connor McDavid. So we'll get to all that after the 1230 News with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.